Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 294, and today's topic is Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, episode 310. We have made it through the 10 weeks, so we are about to recap the season finale titled Major Look. The description reads, desperation sets in as Howard tries to evade the task force and Ronnie goes on the attack, leaving Rock and Kanan to make some fateful choices. So y'all already know how we do. We about to get into it. We about to break it down. We about to dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in these 10 weeks. It has been a blast. Um, Anybody who listens to this podcast and the Power Universe, they know that Raising Canaan is my absolute favorite. So I'm so excited that they have already picked up season four and I can't wait to see what they have in store for us. Um, Next up, we have um, BMF that starts March the 1st. So got a few weeks off from the power universe but y'all know we're gonna keep dropping this content over here so if you need to get in touch with me my facebook is alicia shanice instagram is alicia shanice reviews email is alicia shanice reviews 13 at gmail.com you can inbox dm or email me if you have any recap requests with that being a tv show movie docuseries or music album or if you have any businesses or brands or music that you're working on please hit me up so i can you know show some love back to you support you shout out your brand everything is free of charge i love whom loves me and i just love to support who supports me and if you listen to the podcast on spotify can you hit the follow button because that helps me out in tremendous ways and if you listen on spotify don't forget to check out my music playlist they are all under shanice loves if you uh, type that in one playlist will populate then you'll see a picture profile. Click on that. It takes you to the rest of them. And I have every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. And please do not forget to cop that book. My book is officially out. The Tale of the Park Hill Crew. It is on Amazon. You can get it in ebook form where it's downloaded instantly. Or uh, you can order it in paperback and it'll be sent to you within a few days. The link is in the description box below. So please support, 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 grab that book and tune in on Sundays where we do the audio version where we read chapter by chapter. So please support your girl and tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend and share, share, share. So on that note, let's get into the show and let's talk Raising Gaining. All I need is one mic. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice, 
And I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy, as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit tbookedit, T-B-B-O-O-K-E-D-I-T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. all right y'all let's get into the show and let's talk raising canaan i'm still getting over my cold i just got my voice back it had oh my god i just been struggling this week not feeling the best but i'm finally feeling better now so um we about to get into it but if my voice is a little raspy it's because i am recovering from a code um but you know shout out to the whole power universe the whole green light gang 50 cent the cast and crew they did an amazing job and just put on a beautiful season i don't have you know too many complaints uh this is hands down my favorite my favorite um show out of the universe i say it all the time and it just never lets me down so um you knew it was gonna be be real when we seen uh viewer discretion advised and we never seen that before in the power universe to my knowledge um so once i seen that uh viewer discretion uh, advice pop up i said oh shit what, what we about to see in this episode but it opens with lou and um by the angle of how the camera was showing it seemed like he was laying down so we pretty much didn't know what we were about to see or which Lou we were about to see. We didn't know if we was about to see drunk Lou, um, sober Lou, depressed Lou. We didn't know. But before we could see, you know, see what type of mood he was in, we seen that, you know, he was in therapy and Rock was there. And she was talking first and we seen she was not feeling it. 
And, you know, more than that, she was just tired. She was tired of always having to be the hardest nigga in the room and not wanting Lou to talk too much in his therapy session. So she was talking so he didn't have to get the run in his mouth because ain't no telling what he would say at this point. Um, so, you know, she's, you know, going on and on and on. He's just looking and then the therapist gets to talking. And when he, you know, tells her that, you know, she's there because Lou wanted the most important person to him, the, you know, the one who matters to him the most there. And it softens her up a bit. And I have to say that I loved it that. I loved it how she let Lou in and let her softer side come out and let him know that how much she loved him as well. You know, that's her baby brother. She helped raise him. So we did see a similar scene in season one with her and Marvin when they were at the hospital in the waiting room when Lou got shot. Uh, we, they were already in a bad place, but, you know, he was emotional. He, you know, let her know how embarrassed he'd be feeling having to take orders from his big sister. But not only that, just, you know, overcome, overcoming the things that he had overcame. And this was in season one. Then she opened up and she let him back in and told Marvin how much she loved him. So we do see this side of Rock, but she doesn't like to show it. But one thing about the Thomas families, they hold each other down. So it ends on a good note at the end of therapy. And when Lou's staying there to you know, continue getting helped and you know her holding it down, holding the check down. And she letting him know, you know, her, her and Marvin going to hold it down for him. He just needs to get better. So we go into the next scene and we go to Gerald's funeral and it was sad because you know no one was there but his baby girl who is now abandoned and, and orphaned off now you know and Gerald had already said none of his family would help him out because of you know of the lifestyle he chose and the actions that he has done with taking things and you know not doing right by them so it has just left this little young girl in a bad predicament she has no one and Marvin stands to the back and, um, you know, he's sitting there watching. He's feeling bad, of course. And the feds come harassing him, but he pays them no attention, calls them some fake ass feds and gets in his car like he is not even pressed because they come with the whole blame game, trying to make him feel bad for something that he is not responsible for. So after that, we go into the next scene and we go to Kanan's apartment. Him and Crystal, they're finishing up doing the nasty, nasty. And Crystal, you know, she's all smiles and asks him if they're an actual item now because they don't have to sneak around because it looks like the group butter is not doing good ever since the incident at the mall with Juke. But, you know, Kanan just tells her, like, look. We is what we is, what we not, what we not, just relax. <laughs> and she tells him that, you know, she's late for her monthly. So he puts the, you know, big blank stare, you know, how they always do, especially at that age. <laughs> like, what the what? And all I could think was, if you watch, you know, OG power, ain't no way in hell that shines, mama. But we go into the next thing. And we see that it's been two weeks since the last episode. Two weeks has passed. And Juke has been in MIA, but she finally calls Aisha to meet her at the park. Because, you know, by now the group is basically over. 
And Aisha does come, but she's pissed off. She's like, you know, Juke has been ignoring her calls. She's been worried about her. She's been calling, checking on her. You know, Juke apologizes. And, you know, they talk a little bit. And she basically tells her that she has feelings for her. And Juke is surprised, you know, of course, especially on how she was with Kanan at first. But Aisha tells her that, you know, she grew these feelings for her. And she was a little confused about them. And they have like a public kiss. And I don't think any of us were pretty much surprised by this scene. We could pretty much see where um, their relationship was heading, that they were kind of feeling each other. So it cuts into the next scene. And Howard meets with Captain. He also meets with Agent Turner and his union rep. And with all they have, you know, the all of the dots they've been connecting with him connected to Marvin and the Thomas family. Um, it all comes out in a meeting and, you know, Howard has something to say. He has a comeback for everything they bring up. But when they bring up that, well, we heard you were looking for Lou Thomas two weeks ago. What was that about? His union rep caused that shit to a halt. He like, uh, uh, Nah, we're going to call this meeting to the stop. We got to get all our notes together and we'll be back. So they do give Howard two days. But of course, while the two days, while they're getting all their stuff together before they meet back up and decide if he's going to still be on the force or not, they take his badge and his gun for the time being. So while he's, you know, off, off on the street, he is not an on-duty cop. So basically, it's already bye-bye narcotics. Because, you know, he was looking for that big promotion. So we get into the next scene. And Marvin meets up with his attorney to look into what the feds actually have on him. And the lawyer tells him that he will, you know, shake up some trees to see what they have at the borough. Now it cuts back to Rock. And she's she's left the rehab center and back in Queens and she's driving, you know, in a neighborhood. She stops at the light looking at the basketball court where the kids are playing basketball. And we see the car pull up on the side of her. They four deep. When them windows roll down like that, you know what it is. It was a drive by. So she you know, she was shocked. You know, it was more of a shock than just to hurry up and pull off. So she just stood there kind of frozen. And then uh they just got the blasting. But my girl, you know, rock, she peeled off. Not even a scratch, just a window bust shot out, you know. <laughs> so um, we go back to Juke and Aisha, and they have left the park and went to a diner at this point. And she ends up telling her about the army and going away. And Aisha is up, upset, of course, because she just told her she had feelings for her. And she tells her, like, you know, she understands that she wants to leave because of everything that she has on going on with her family. But she will wait for her. And Juke is like, you know, she's flattered, but she wouldn't even want her to wait because that's selfish, you know, and not, you know, good for her. So they leave on a good note. Now, it cuts to the next scene with Famous showing up urgently and frantic at Kanan's to check on him. He beating all on the door and Kanan comes to the door like, you know, what the fuck? You know how Kanan is. And we see Crystal. She's in there crying. So we don't know what the hell Crystal crying for. Crystal could be crying because maybe she pregnant. Maybe she had an abortion. Maybe he told her she got to get an abortion. Maybe she had a miscarriage. We don't know what the hell Crystal is in there crying for. But I know we're going to find out in season four. 
But all I could think of is that it's not Shy Mama. <laughs> because one thing that this show has done for the ones that we know that we'll see in in the future for like the OG power, they have made the characters look very similar. And Crystal looks nothing like how Shy Mama looked, who is portrayed by Tasha, um, the twin Tasha. Um she looks nothing like her. So I, I don't know. And then I I still think that we might see Davina again. I can see Davina being Sean Mama or somebody else, but who knows? But I don't think Crystal is going to actually be Sean's mom. But we'll see. I could be wrong. So soon as Famous tells Kanan what happened, Kanan already knows Ronnie Crazy Ass is behind it. So we go to the next scene, back to the rehab. And thank God Lou has not been drinking because when the feds come for a visit to question him, he finally ain't got nothing to say and holds it 10 toes down as he always does before he became an alcoholic. Because if they would have caught Lou when he was drunk, he would have told Agent Tanner and his partner everything they needed to know and much, much more. He would have added the D-Wiz murder on there and every other murder on the South Side. But he holds it down. He holds it down. But when when they when he when they leave, he's still not feeling back to Lou. He's still feeling like you know it just reminds him of what what all what all has happened and why he's at the point he's at now. And that comes back up later, and we'll talk about that. So we go into the next scene, and you know Big Bro Marvin he gonna show up at Rock Spot. He goes up to you know her home and checks on her. Tells her that he found out Ronnie was behind it. The whole hood is gossiping about it. And that was who, you know, put out that attempt to, you know, put that hit on her. But Rock, you know, normally Rock, we know Rock. Normally Rock could be ready to bust back. But this is a little different. It's closer to home because he is basically mentoring and, you know, has her son. So she like she ain't going to war with her son. So she sends Marvin to meet with Pops and Snaps to see if they can do a sit, you know, arrange a sit down between her and Ronnie to get some shit straight. Now, in the next scene, we see Snaps and Pops and they chastising Ronnie about, you know, you gonna take a shot at somebody. Make sure you don't miss. And while they talking to him and he looking stupid, Kanan comes barging in because at the end of the day, that's still his mom's. And him and Ronnie have words. Ronnie gets to call him a little nigga talking about he don't tell him what to do when he don't come to him asking him if he can do stuff to get permission. And then, you know, Kanan, he barks back and stands 10 toes down like, nigga, I don't know who you think I am, but I ain't just no little kid. And that's my mom at the end of the day. With pops and snap screaming, hey. We all on the same team, but now nah, when you go shooting at Mom Dukes, we we ain't on the same team, you crazy motherfucker. <laughs> so it cuts to like a flash. Um, this was like a flash scene. We just seen uh, Howard. He's at the mass, um, having a prayer, and then we go into the next scene. And Famous is on the phone with Mr. Lewis, who he met at Shirley's. And he's talking about, you know, Lewis still out of town. But as soon as he gets back, they're going to set up a meeting so they can talk, you know, talk about the music and see what they can work up with that. And as he's hanging up, the cops bust in. 
and they bust in to arrest him. And Fame, Fame is like shocked. He don't know what to think. He confused. And he like, no, it's a mistaken identity shit right here with his mom being frantic. So we go into the next scene. And Marvin goes to talk to Snaps and Pops. And this was the clip that I played in the last episode because they released this clip early. And so we had already played this on the pod and uh, it, it had been out where he goes in there and, you know, try to see if they can tame Ronnie ass down and lets him know, like, you know, if he don't calm down, we all know where this going to lead. And Pops and Snaps know that too. And Snaps and Pops, Pop and Snap, Snaps and Pops, they they going to definitely be the big bad villains for season four and Rock Ops for sure. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see they going to be a mess. Pops always flirting with some damn body. And, you know, we see how Snaps is. He the OG. So I definitely see them being the big bad villains that we have to look out for for season four. And I think it's going to be interesting because we always get the real big bad villains, but when we, we, but we never got an old school couple. So I think that's going to be, that's going to be very interesting and I can't wait for that. So we go into the next scene and Howard shows up at Rock's house. He shows up interrupting her because she was sure had all them pistols out cleaning them, reminding her that she said they was family and they got to look out through each other and um and Marvin going to have to take the fall and he just kept going on and on and on about how Marvin got to take the fall and this and we family we got to look out for each other and Rock ain't trying to hear that shit Rock ain't trying to hear that shit she ain't want to go to war with Selba selling them but when he got to say Marvin had to go she wasn't she ain't finna turn on her brother and that was something that Howard kept doing this entire episode was reminding her that she had to choose her brother, you know, and we knew Rock wasn't doing that. But I will give Howard credit. Every time she has been in trouble since he found out that Kanan was his son, he does always try to find a way to help her out in Kanan as well. <laughs> he even said, you know, he might not even come out of this all the way clean, but he want to make sure her and the kid is straight. <clears throat> so we go into the next scene. And Kanan and Juke, they take a stroll up the street. And she tells him about her plans for the army. And he like, fuck that. He ain't going nowhere. He going to live, die, get buried on the south side forever. And he tells her that, you know, he done fucking with Ronnie, but he still ain't messing with, with Rock. Um, so while they're talking, a black man pulls up, no, that was a white man that pulled up and they abduct Kanan and hold a gun up to my girl juke face like the craziest hell. And all Kanan keep yelling is he know Ronnie is behind this. Now we go into the precinct after that and we learn why Famous was took in and it's because his mom <laughs> turned in a gun turned in the gun that he put in his closet, which we already knew. As soon as we seen when he moved back into the house, the gun was definitely going to be a problem. I had already caught that out. Um, and to be fair, I know a lot of people were probably watching it like, is his mom dumb? But you would be surprised. Back in the day, um, a lot of 
parents, they weren't playing about no damn guns being in their house. They was not playing about that. And they would, it was these, uh, where you could go turn guns in. And it was real big in the early nineties when they had that old, um, squash it stuff going on. And, um, you could go turn in guns anonymously. So that was something that did happen back in the day. So it's not too, you know, far-fetched, but she said, you know, she was scared when she seen it and went to go turn it in. But it was pretty dumb because she had he had already kind of confided in her that he hadn't been living, you know, the best of the best of the life when he was outside. So she probably should have talked to him before going to turn it in and it traced back to him. But fame, we have to give fame his credit. Fame, you know, he stood ten toes down. Word is bond. Shit, all he could say was get him a lawyer. <laughs> So I respected that. I'm like, look at famous, famous, you know, look how famous, look how far he has come. So we go into the next scene and while Rock is giving another man, the man, you know, she's giving a whole nother man, the man, the fuck up speech. <laughs> but this time it's Howard. While she's giving that speech to him that she's giving to Lou and Marvin and plenty of the brothers in the show. Many a times, Marvin and Jukebox bust in to tell her about Kanan. But it quickly cuts back to Lou. And he goes back into like a therapy session and talking to his therapist and just talking about how he felt after the police, uh, after the feds left and how it just reminded him of, you know, what he was all about, why he's there. And, you know, just put a reality check basically in. He's sober now. Now he has to deal with those thoughts that he was drowning out with liquor. So we got to get a few small scenes back to back. Um, we see uh, it goes back to famous. He's talking to his mom. She's, you know, telling him why she turned in a gun and just telling him if he did something like, you know, maybe we, they should get a lawyer. Maybe he should confess. And then, you know, uh, captain and then agent Turner come in and they try to trick him into some questions, telling him it could have been self-defense or no need to get a lawyer. They could work out a better deal or that other bullshit they always do. And famous holds it 10 toes down. The only thing he got to say is get me a lawyer. So, Fame holding it down. Now we get into the next scene. And it's with Rock, Juke, Marvin, and Howard. They're still all in the living room talking about how to handle the Ronnie and Kanan situation. And then they end up, you know, going to negotiate with Snaps and Pops. Who both can't confirm or deny where Kanan is at. But they can tell uh, Rock what Ronnie wants. He basically wants, you know, the product, 500000 you know, to take over her business. And, you know, Ronnie, like, Ronnie on some bullshit. And uh, Howard ends up telling Rock after they leave that, you know, at the end of the day, when she go get that money to him, he going with her. Now, he reminds her once again. That she can't save everybody and it's a price that still has to be paid. Basically letting her know, putting more pressure on her that she got to turn over her brother. He got to, you know, take the fall, take one for the team, take one for the family that he just so happy that he in now. And 
Uh, Rock goes to see Stefano about fronting her some cash after that. Now, we get into this scene, and this part was very emotional for me. And this was a part of the viewer's discretion that we've seen about, you know, suicide. And we show, we, they show us Lou going into the closet, getting a rope. And he ends up going back into his room and puts it around his neck. And, and you know, it's, it kind of goes slow. But he was very, very, very close. But he does stop. And it was real. It was real. He just got to crying. And it just, it took you through them emotions, the realistic emotions that, you know, sometimes you never know what somebody is going through behind closed doors when they go into that dark place. Because that dark place is a motherfucker. And you know, it took you through all of that and you just never know. So I do like how they showed it of, you know, he, he was, he, he never wanted to do all of the things he were doing. We seen that he was never happy with just killing people. And he, we seen that, you know, the thing was scrap. We see the burden it is put on him and his conscience. And he first, he drowned it out with liquor and it was, he was crying out. And then now that he's sober, He's dealing with it and it's still showing you that this is, is it has them in a very dark place. So I do like this side that they're showing because they don't really show this type of anybody side in any shows that like the the guiltiness, the con the, the guilty conscience. So I I liked it that and you know, he acted his ass off like you couldn't help help but feel sorry for him at the end of the day. So we go into the next scene and it cuts back to Stefano and he agrees to help Rock out. And he like, look, 500,000. I hope your son knows how much, you know, he means to you. And, you know, he tells her that he'll have, the, she'll have the money within an hour. Like Stefano, a real one. He a real one. So we go into Rock and Howard. They they meet up at the warehouse and as they're walking in marvin is watching at the top with a plan and when they get in there they get patted down now it did get intense for, for a minute it got intense for a minute and i was yelling cussing the tv cussing canaan ass out because i'm like what the what the what the fuck because you know when they first walk in ronnie talking like normally i wouldn't meet with no cops but canaan told me who you was to him. and Rock ends up just throwing on the money, like, look, just give me my son. And he like, I can't give you what's not mine. And then when Kanan walked up smiling, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh, Kanan, <laughs> you ain't for to play my girl like that, nigga. But um, we seen it was all a setup. Um, Ronnie got the all smiling, too happy, talking about beach money and, you know, talking about that this was Kanan's plan and Kanan talking about he wasn't ever kidnapped and uh Ronnie smiling, chuckling, talking about we rich, and as soon as he chuckled and grabbed one stack, Kanan blast that nigga in the back of his in the side of his head. And I didn't feel not too sorry for him. I didn't feel not too sorry for him at all. Now they had me for a minute. They had me for them two seconds when when he talking about he wasn't kidnapped and it brought me back to Tariq how he used to be scheming, <laughs> you know, when we see in the original power. But I was happy to see that Kanan 
held it down for his mom and that's what I was expecting it to kind of go down not to not completely like this way but I said if it's gonna come between them two that um so it didn't really happen like Tariq because Tariq really loved Kanan liked Kanan but Kanan was already tired of Ronnie but at the end of the day he held it down for his mom and it's you know as it as it happened slow motion and he took Ronnie out and standing behind him me mugging and Ronnie bleeding on the floor Rock go to grab Ronnie Gunn, hold it up on Howard, and Howard like, what? He look at Kanan, like, you see this shit? Kanan's still confused, and Rock blasted Howard. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but to be fair, she did what she had to do, but I was sad to see Howard go. I was sad to see Howard go, but after he kept saying that Marvin had to go, Rock Rock was going to pick her brother. So, <sighs> Uncle Marvin busts in. He blasts the other two dudes that was with Ronnie, and they all dip on out. Kanan like, what the fuck, Ma? She like, come on, I had to do what I had to do. And then we get into the big reveal when we see the two dead bodies laying there on the ground. We see the two boots. <sighs> and we see Unique. Face all fucked up and look like he only got one goddamn eye. I was shocked. 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 Yeah, I was shocked. Y'all, um, this this was a very solid episode. I I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it, but I'm be honest with y'all. I had two disappointments. My first disappointment was Howard. I wasn't I wasn't sad to see Ronnie go. Ronnie had did his little purpose. Y'all know how they y'all know the power universe. What they do, they build up a character and they. Gone by the, the 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 season finale. That's what they do. That's what they do, y'all. We y'all we know this from the power history. We seen it in the original power time at the time. Remember Milan. Remember uh, Proctor cousin Benny. Benny. Benny went out too easy, uh, and I liked it, Benny. Uh, uh, we seen it with Mecca in book two. They do it all the time. So I really wasn't surprised to see uh, Ronnie go. He served his purpose. But um they could have did more with them, but I bet you we'll probably see much more in season four with snaps and pops. But I was sad to see Howard go. I understood why Howard had to go. I understood why Rock had to kill him. And it's gonna fuck Kane head up even more. But um now we see we see why Kanan became the way he became. Like he just really, that's his, still his father. And, you know, for the little part that he knew it was his father, Howard did look out for him. So we see why Kane is so fucked up. We still got to learn what fucked up Juke a little bit more to see how she was because I just went back and rewatched the episode where Jukebox died at. And I'm just like, damn. I mean, we seeing it now, but we, we still, it's still much more that had to happen to her to have her turned out the way she is. But I think what made me sad to see Howard go, because it just, I just, it felt good watching Omar Epps. Omar Epps is a legend in this show. So I'm going to miss seeing him in this show. And for the most part, he was all right. He wasn't that bad. You know, he used to look out for Rock. 
always stopped by. He wasn't going to look out for her, wasn't going to answer her calls. No more was always right there. But when him kept putting pressure on her that she was Marvin, she wasn't, pick, she wasn't, she wasn't about to uh, turn over Big Bro. It just was what it was. So I understood it. Um, the other disappointment, to be honest, was seeing Unique back. And I'm going to tell y'all why. I am a big fan of Joey Badass. Unique is one of my favorite characters on this show. But one thing that I do love about Power Book 3 is it is so authentic and realistic. And for them to bring him back, it made it more unrealistic soap operas. You know, in the soap operas, they'd kill somebody in a minute and bring him back. And if they would have, if Ronnie would have just shot Neek and just threw him down and left, I could understand it. But this nigga was beat in the head, like literally 50 times with a pole. And how the hell he survived that? How the hell he survived? How the hell he ain't walking around with a goddamn brain concussion? How the hell he ain't in a coma if he's still alive? Like, I don't know. It, it just, it was just too much. But one thing that I do know that they do, do will do is uh, in Power Book 2 Ghosts, uh, Paige, the one who plays uh, Paige, uh, her character, what's her character name? Uh, Lauren in Power Book 2 Ghosts. You know, when Effie pushed the car in the river, they wrote Paige off the show. She was dead. She was written off the show. She was dead. But but the, the viewers were so upset about it. And, you know, she was such a fan favorite. They wrote her back in. So I don't know if this was already planned with Joey Badass. I'm, I'm imagining, yeah, it had to be planned because uh, this is the same season. With Paige, they brought her on for the next season. So, no, this had to be written like this. Because with Paige, there was the season finale, and they happened to just bring her on for the next season. They hadn't filmed it yet. So this had to be filmed. So now this had to be planned. But I don't know. It just seemed like, it just seemed unrealistic to me. I'm happy to have him back. Don't get me wrong. But um, I wish that we just could have seen Ronnie shoot him or something. But to beat him in the head like that, he he made it out of that? Well, Damn. <laughs> we know his head got to be a little fucked up right for season four getting beat like that and you know making it but you know that was definitely it was definitely a season it was definitely a season reveal definitely a season reveal but for the most uh i have to say very solid season a very solid season still my favorite still my absolute favorite um uh out of the the show um shout out to patina miller as always patina miller i love her that is my girl right there um she she does the damn thing she does the damn thing uh she she's a hell of an actress shout out to london brown who portrays marvin um like the whole cast and crew makai like he is really bringing out that um He's bringing out that inner 50 cent, that inner Canaan that we've seen. And then, you know, shout out to uh, Crazy Ass Ronnie, Grantham Coleman. He played that role. Uh, and then a really, really special shout out to um, Malcolm Mays. I really appreciated Malcolm Mays' character this season because it takes a lot to pull out those emotions and we felt them with Lou. So that's really great acting. So just shout out to the whole cast and crew. This season was solid. I can't wait for season four. I can't wait to see what they have. And just thank you for tuning in these 10 weeks for all of my recaps. But yes, Power 
Power Book 3. That's this the one. It's the one, y'all. It's the one. <laughs> so um, we have BMF to look forward to. And that starts March the 1st. Um, it looks good. It looks good. One thing that I see them doing with, with this one is they're adding in so many people who are just famous, like celebrity famous, but they don't act good. So I'm hoping that they don't take away from the show. Like, you know, um, even when they had brought in a young Miami character to play that, like, you know, she was an actress, you know, so it just, I, I, I just hope they don't, they don't take it away from the story because it's such a good story and such a, a rich story, you know, um, the, the big Meech and Terry and the whole BMF story. But here's the trailer. I'll play it and then I have a sleeper for you guys. see what they gonna do since starts march the first um i have a sleeper for you guys please don't go anywhere this is an important sleeper to me um my people's just put out an album and this is some savage live savage live jr he just put out an album and it's on all streaming service make sure you go tap in and run it up run it up run it up um you know savage life is doing the music to my book as well so make sure you tap in and um check that out but this is his new album uh this is from savage life jr it um released on the, the um eighth of this week um and it is called remember real after his brother um real we talked about his brother when I interviewed them last year. So if you haven't checked out the interview with me, interviewing Savage Life, talking about their life story, make sure you tap into that. But this album is dedicated to, uh, dedicated to his brother, Rail. And I'm going to play one of my favorite songs off of the album. It is called Junior Flow by Savage Life Tank and Savage Life Junior. <laughs> 
Hope you guys enjoy it. Here it goes. y'all go tap and tap in tap in run it up run it up that's that remember real album it just dropped last tuesday and that is by savage life shout out to savage life and um make sure you guys tap in and share um check in on sundays when i'm talking about the book reading those chapters and please please make sure you get you a copy it can be ebook or paperback and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend tell a co-worker tell somebody out in the street just support 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 please support 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 your girl um i hope you guys have a beautiful and safe week I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you guys protect your energy. Stay away from anybody who is an enemy to your energy. And just know the sky is the limit. Please don't let nobody tell you what you can't do. Please don't give up. I know sometimes we look at things and be like, oh, why is it taking so long? Trust me, I, I've been there and I'm still there sometime. <laughs> but I'm keeping the faith and trust in the process and wishing the same type of vibes and time for you guys as well. And I'm just wanting you guys to be the best you can be. So on that note, 
Thank you for tuning in these 10 weeks. We have made it through season three of Power Book Three, a really solid season. Next up on the green light game, we got uh, BMF. But as for right now, we got my book, The Tell of the Park Hill Crew. We about to get into Griselda. Now that I'm feeling better, it'll be some time this week and much, much more, much, much more. So have a beautiful and safe week. Protect that energy. Please stay away from anybody who is an enemy to your energy. And the sky is the limit. It's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.